0: Can you hear us can now? You, can you
1: hear me now? Can you hear me now? This is a Verizon commercial. Can you hear us now? I think I think we must be up and running. So so sorry about that. We had to reboot everything, thanks to Ruby for going down to reboot the TriCast the the Wi-Fi. I think again, I think that the uh, the TriCaster was just not used to such. Highfalutin anointment that happens during the chit chat, and um, boy, I wish we had those first five or six minutes. Those that, that was that was gold. <laughs> it's gone now, so we can um, we can refresh. We want to say hi to everybody, and uh, we want to especially greet our brothers and sisters in Florida, and we are very thankful for the way the Lord is intervening on behalf of the progression of Hurricane Dorian, and that it is not only taking a sharp right-hand turn northward, but we're, instead of it going northwest by incremental degrees, we're going to believe that it's going to go northeast so that it just veers on out into the Atlantic. And... um, But we thank God that you're all safe and that you're all well. And um, our main concern was that the flying buttress might be damaged. And so we can't have that.
0: We can't have a flying buttress sink. No, of course not.
1: Of course, my concern is if there are several inches of rain, will the estuary cease being an estuary for a certain amount of time. See, that's the key. Uh, We hate to bring estuarian discussions into this, but um, anyway, we're glad everybody's safe. Um, Because we're concerned for your health and for your property, but we're also very concerned about a gathering that's gonna be happening here in a week. Do you realize, Monica, that a week from this very day you're going to be in high level prayer and discourse between you and God about the newcomers gathering. Isn't that something?
0: It is pretty amazing. I just I marvel at how how fast, how quickly the time goes from seminar to seminar. and it always hits me on that Tuesday afternoon. Because it just seems like we blinked our eyes. Is that right? Blinked? Blink. Blank. Blinked. Blunk. We
1: blunked. No, no. We no, there's we, no blunking.
0: <laughs> we blinked our we blinked and, and which is a wonderful thing because to be together is, is is so glorious. And perhaps it has a lot to do with the fact that we we're really never separated. We're always together before him and since that's just a lifestyle for us but to be actually be together in the same house and sharing spiritual things with spiritual things is just such a glorious thing but yeah so next week about this time we'll be about to launch and i I don't i know that we've we've had conversation and deliberations about how much longer we're going to call those sessions the newcomer sessions because technically, that's not really what it is. Um, because, not, only, not because we don't have newcomers, because we do. And we be- we're believing for a continuous flow of them. But we are in continuous deliberations about how best to acclimate them. And bring them up to speed during that time frame. And um, So anyway, yeah, come, be a part see what god's going to do i'm going to come and be a part and see what god's going to do too
1: yeah i've been praying about it and
0: uh about I think, tuesday i
1: think i may come too
0: i think you should
1: um i haven't asked annette what she thinks about that but i but i think i might do it
0: i think you should
1: um and we, we we're especially praying that god will anoint jim and abby's porch that it will stay this week where it was designed to stay and that it will not flip over to the other side of the house. You see, we, we can't have that happening. And uh, that there won't be a whole bunch of trees that fall over in the, in the sparrow plantation. And that, what else should we pray? That, that Annette's street won't get flooded where they have to take uh, <laughs> kayaks back and forth. Um,
0: I was just telling that story to Noah yesterday. You and were? I, I was. He was marveling at that. As we got this visual of Annette in a little boat did paddling you, to the end of her street so she could get in her car. Did
1: you tell, her, <laughs> did you tell him Annette <laughs> put her on her coonskin cap and started paddling the <laughs> the Indian boat that they made and. Uh, in Eagle Scouts, <laughs> up and down the road.
0: <laughs> I did, I was telling him that story. He, got, he, he thought it was rather funny. Did he giggle? He did. Did
1: he give him the Noah giggle?
0: He did. <laughs> he did. I actually just got home from visiting him for a couple of days. That's how I was able to tell him the story, face to face.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't, we, you know, as much as we... We cherish the memories of the overcoming that all of the Floridians have to face. Uh, We don't want you to have to deal with any of that this week. So uh, we speak blessing over East and West, and um, it is good.
0: It is good. And we welcome you to Dallas, where we talked earlier, but you didn't hear about a sen- setting up little tents out in the parking lot, so that each one of you could sit in the door of the tent like Abraham and and wait and for the angel of the Lord to come and speak to you. <laughs> That's
1: right. We could we could have an Abraham tent. Um, yeah. Session.
0: Yeah, and right next to the pizza truck.
1: Uh, the bees knees pizza truck.
0: <laughs> See what we have planned. This is incredible.
1: <laughs> and God said to Abraham.
0: Pepperoni. Take your shoes
1: <laughs> off. You're on holy ground. And Abraham <laughs> said to Sarah, quick, get over to the bee's knees and get us some pizzas.
0: <laughs> and some bubble tea.
1: <laughs> and some bubble tea.
0: <laughs> and some of that Indian coffee.
1: Thank you very much. Um, you know, I probably could be in trouble now, politically correct, as our country has become, even welcoming our our host from India to talk about Annette. I, we I probably haven't can't had do him in such anymore. a
0: long time.
1: I, I've had to tell him, you know, you can't come because people will think we're being racially Wait, insensitive. Wait, I think
0: I hear him at the door now.
1: Hello? Can I come in, please? No, you can't come in. Why not? <laughs> I'm missing my Annette. I am missing Annette. Could you please send her? No, I can't do it. Now, just don't send me any emails because this is not me. This is Haji out there outside the door. He's the one that's doing this. Ay, ay, ay. Well, so, um, so God has been moving. What? What's happened?
0: They're, they're all listening in Florida together and they say they want a Texas tent.
1: Where are they? We want to know where they've evacuated to.
0: I think they're at Annette's.
1: There, nets, Yes. Up on the roof?
0: <laughs> in the little boat. <laughs> in the little boat. If it gets this high, we're ready. <laughs> oh, Florida, we love you so much. I don't know what we'd talk oh about if it weren't for the happenings oh in Florida. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, my goodness gracious. Remember that time we did a fast of feasting online and... We had food up here, and Pastor Larry got a pizza, and he we sent chips and sent a picture. Yes, I did. Oh, those, those were the days, my friend, we thought they'd never Robin
0: end. Robin wants a tent, too. Listen, I have to tell you. We'll be you very attentive. That from, for the last several summers, I don't know when this began, I've lived in Texas my whole life, but... There was a summer a couple of years ago that was almost like a breaking point where I know we were addressing the heat and it was just dry heat, hot, hot. And I, I kind of got to a breaking point and the Lord gave me revelation of, of Abraham sitting at the at the door of his tent in the, heat, in the heat of the day. And it was like a word from God. And he literally like positioned me. He made me... Um, rather than despise it embrace it and and i felt like he positioned me in the door to hear him and so i joke about that but that's something that, that the lord really um it was a word that the lord gave me several years ago and i hold on to that every single summer because at this stage of the summer when we have no break from the heat we have no rain in sight now god could bring it tomorrow and he probably would
1: well we did have a saturday Well, I wasn't here. It was rainy and cloudy all day Saturday, which was a refreshing blessing.
0: Well, I hate to say that I missed it, but I was in...
1: I know. You were out in the...
0: Where it was high 72.
1: (laughs) The land of... (laughs) Yeah. Pacific breezes.
0: But I do know that the Lord... I mean, the Lord is in all seasons, and I know that he's in it. The Lord
1: for all seasons.
0: No, but in so many ways, in the in the atmosphere, when it's so hot and oppressive, it can make you your spirit feel oppressed, and and I know the enemy's in it too. I mean, what I, you know, we always envision hell as being hot, right? But I also know that the wind of the Lord is is in it too, and His voice is there. And so, when you come next week, if it's a hundred degrees, I'm sorry, but just know that the Lord is here.
1: Well, we'll just believe that it'll be low 90s. And
0: we might have a tent out there.
1: Wouldn't that be something? We
0: could have... mean, you know, people could take, like, different intervals and sit out there at the door and listen to God. Because that was a pretty significant moment for Abraham, I believe. Yeah, and it was. pretty much prophesied his destiny and his...
1: Well, he also prophesied that he was going to go put the whammy on Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, and I think we're really at that season now.
0: That's right. But you think about Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, what did God do to them? He burned them. It's just, it's just, it's just so curious. I mean, these atmospheres that we face, and and we really have to be discerning to 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 not succumb to the physical oppression that it creates but to to rise above that and to address it in the in the spiritual but you've you've guided us and trained us in that for so many years so we shouldn't be novices well we could just have a big butt baptism a big butt baptism (laughs) (laughs) we could have a big baptism out in the back in the parking lot next to the pizza
1: we could couldn't we
0: this is get going from bad to worse (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we could just call a big fast for the whole week and that would totally put the kibosh on the pizza truck
1: Now, some of you may wonder what are we talking about with a pizza truck (laughs) now Rick Duchon is now has a brand new what would you call that a truck but It's it's a food truck it's a food truck but it's kind of like
0: a restaurant on wheels
1: yes and it's called the bee's knees which I'm sure all of you know about So, he has made arrangements to have that truck here, just Wednesday and Thursday? I think Wednesday and Thursday, during the lunchtime. So...
0: And the pizza really is good.
1: I haven't had any of it.
0: Well, I had it when he was... When
1: When you demoed it at his house?
0: Yeah. And uh, I don't... Yeah, it was really good. But last... Or a couple days ago, he made some public post that said that the generator had gone out on the truck, so... We've got to pray that he gets that fixed before then.
1: The generator went or
0: some out. big piece of motor. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Something went out on the truck, so he was waiting for the word on when that could be repaired. This really is chit-chat.
1: It it is well, you know, we've got a we've got weeks and weeks of chit-chat that have been piling up. You know? not that's probably not a good thing to say piling up that have been stored delicately and lovingly
0: cultivated
1: for the yes for the time of their divinely ordained distributions (laughs) um let's see what's what's new that hmm well, God's been taking us into um, a lot of new things in this year of grace. And um, I, I, I recognize that in this specific season, this, these past few weeks, that there has been a heightened measure of the way, how do you say this? of the way God's speaking to us. It's 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 more emphatic. It's clearer and it's it's I don't want to say relentless, but it's happening all the time. There's been a stepping up. And I think this is indicative of him making his mind more more known to us. So the fivefold offices seem to be heightened. He's, uh, he's told us that we need to redouble our efforts in diversities of tongues. And he said that on numbers of occasions. There's been a, a demand placed on that. We've been gaining greater efficacy and direction with prophetic, prophetic declarations and words. Uh, God's, God's, wouldn't you say so? wouldn't you say your prophetic gifting has been on higher alert recently Mm -hmm. I think what he's been saying to us as teachers he has been galvanizing it and sharpening it and making it so that we have a, a, a greater sense of ownership of the revelation God has given evangelistically we've We've had different journeys that have been ordered by God. And uh, it's they've been for the purpose of making the way for his apostolic message to be shown forth in, in new ways and in new places over these past few months. And, um, and the dream ministry from the Lord. Was
0: there a dream ministry?
1: I don't know anything about it. Let me do it. <laughs> That's an old joke. It's not really a joke, but I think I think it's fair to say, at least from my perspective, that there have been a lot of dreams that God has been giving, and um I've had to try to from my perspective, I've had to try to process them as to what they're telling us and what prophetically we need to be uh releasing. Because dreams indicate purpose, so I think that the fivefold offices have really been ratchet. Whatever, not, what is a good word? Because you don't want to minimize what God's already done, and the and the delight it's been to walk with Him. But it's like those same those same capacities. How God has trained us and how God has used us. It's like he has brought promotion to them. Heightened measures of applied authority for specific turns in his timetable. What do you think of that?
0: I think that's terrific. Are you sensing this like across the board? Or is this just...
1: Well, I've not heard really from anybody else. I just know that that's what's happening, happening here. Um, you know, even something that we'll be talking about next week, different ministries for next year are, are materializing, and we're going to be speaking about a, uh, a major apostolic journey for the Saints Network into the Ohio River Basin next year. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that next week. So there's, there's no reason to say anything more about it now. But um, Brazil, you know, we're, we're going there for a seminar at the end of this month. And um, tr- lots of new places are opening and we've accepted to go to them but that's just a scratching of the surface and you look at what's happening in in Brazil with the Amazon fires and you know it's been kind of odd to see the the bickering going on between Brazil and France where it's just crazy about the Amazon fires have you heard about any of that oh yeah and the what was it the the vice president brazil said he wanted to strangle Macron. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of goofy in a way but you know the issue is though that those fires represent the spirit of judgment and burning and
0: a new beginning
1: and new beginnings yeah so um and i i would anticipate that after this trip uh, we're going to have to put together for next year a strategy and several teams going in there um, on a spaced a timely basis just to minister and to keep to keep um, all of these new churches supplied. So this year of grace is positioning us for. Incredible things, and then you know, we uh, we are going to France not long after, and into Belgium, where God is doing tremendous things. And you know, we were blessed to speak with some of our French representatives uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, to hear what God's doing in the southwest of France and how he's how he's mobilizing things there. It's just amazing. So. There you have it. What do you want to say about this?
0: I just think that and you've you've expressed this, I know, in different ways, but this year of grace has really been pretty extraordinary in so many different ways and and like I think you said he saves his best wine for last. I think that in, you know, the second part of this year, we're already in the second part of the year, but I think that we need to be so expectant for um, a continuation of this promotion that you speak of. And it's, that's not what we seek. We don't seek promotion for, for any other reason other than to be able to do his bidding, to be able to do the work and to be able to be efficient and and proficient in the things of the spirit of course god wants that for us and and we want that for him for the work for the ministry but um i do think that it's interesting that um you know this whole our existence our this ministry the saints the foundation of it is intercession that's no question and and we talk about how intercession and and we've been called to pray more in the spirit and to just to pray continuously just to pray continuously in the spirit and to build up our most holy faith and that's so important that is a word in season for us but also think about the ministry of first saturday and how when this saints network was established that was the first pretty much the first command that the father gave through you that we were to gather the first saturday of the month as a people all over the world before his throne, according to the apostolic directive and, and pray together and then hone our, our senses, our, our, ins- our spiritual senses and our gifts and um, seek vision and whatnot. But I think it's interesting that that this first Saturday, which is this weekend, we'll have a lot of the saints here already. To pray with us on Saturday. For first Saturday. From, from France and from different parts of our country. But then the first Saturday of October. We'll be in Brazil. A, a team will be in Brazil. Praying with the saints on first Saturday. The first Saturday in November. We'll be in France. With the saints of France. Praying for first Saturday. We'll have a team there. And then. I'm not sure. But I'm thinking the first Saturday in December. We'll be in Belgium. And, and I know that. I know God's in that, because that, in so many ways, because we're built on intercession and because that is, um, that's our primary calling, is, is intercession. Would you not, would you agree? I would agree. As a people, because that's where we accomplish, um, this, this, you know, this, the mission in the Spirit. And and that is, you know, God has used that particular gathering because it's very apostolic. And, and the directive comes from the throne and it's a timely directive from the throne. And from that is released power and, and it, 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 it affects change. and it, it, So I, I just think that's very encouraging and very exciting. And I, I feel, and I think I've said this before, that one of these years in the not so distant future, we will have a team gathered you know, in a nation for every first Saturday Specifically representing the network um, in intercession in a different nation throughout the world, throughout the year. And I think that would just be tremendous. But he's already started that.
1: That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, it is pretty neat, I think. It is, because he, I mean, he does bring expansion through that. And, and... You know, it's one thing for, for us in our individual places to gather to pray, and we're all disciplined, and and we do that. But it's another thing when you go and you encourage the body in a different nation to, to come together and to pray, and you process together with them spiritual insights, and then you release them prophetically. That's very powerful. And it encourages them, and it develops them. And um, so I believe that one day... We will have saints all over the world in every country praying with us on First Saturday. Mm. Wouldn't that be something? It would be. That's a lot of nations. But it can happen. And it may be happening, they just don't know they're doing it.
1: It could be. Right?
0: So, First Saturday this weekend. And that directive will be going out on Wednesday tomorrow. So be there.
1: That was quite a prophetic be there declaration you just made. It's kind of weighty. We we receive it. You know, I I do I do think that we we are on the verge of not only. We say God's giving open doors that are ordained by him, but his timetable and um, what he has ordained from the foundation of the world for this specific moment in human history is uh, incredible. And that's, that's going to generate things for us so when the when the spirit of the Lord begins to move it's going to stir a lot of uh, a lot of people and um, it's not by might or by power but by his spirit and I was telling I was telling Monica earlier that you know, in the past few days, I've had two really uh, startling dreams. One I mentioned on Sunday, where I was standing on on the earth, and it was just pitch black. And I looked up into the sky, and I saw, like a weld, like a you know, a welding bead. I could see fire affecting a line and it was coming from above, but it was affecting this, the sky. And along that line, you could see droplets of, of molten fire come down. And I watched this for a very, very long time. And I knew that it, I was processing the, uh, you know, God rending the heaven and how that link between the 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 the, kara, the the partridge, us embracing something that's not really ours, but we're doing it for the Lord, and how we're asking God to respond to that and come through the heavens to this. And then I thought of, you know, various things of that we've studied about heaven to earth. But this voice to the left of me said that as this occurs, all along this line on earth, there are going to be incredible visitations and establishment of, of people who will demonstrate the mighty works of God. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I was vivid. But then two nights ago, I had a dream that uh, reminded me, first of all, the setting was In the heavens, but it was outside this large, very large gathering hall, with a massive table in the center. And when we were praying the summer that we went into France for the first time, uh, it was right after we were uh, we had established our church as an independent entity. So, those are some very tumultuous times, but times ordered of the Lord. But we were praying, and I was taken to this place that was adjacent to the Kairos Kronos room, and it was also very near to where paradise is. And this room was empty. And I saw that, and there was a giant angel standing in the room. And I thought, what is this about? Of course, now, we were just getting ready to go on our first missions. and um, But this dream I had, we were sitting outside this room, and we had this kind of like a rock, but it was a machine where we could cleanse these skulls pure crystal vessels and put water in them and outside that room in front of us like we were looking into the room where we were but lined up along the wall of the room were probably 50 chairs and they were filled with people well-dressed people men and women uh, different ages a lot of them were older but One by one, they'd be called and the angel would greet them and say, welcome. And I don't know what they were doing in that room. I don't know whether they were interviewing. I don't know whether people were demonstrating whether they were willing to serve God in this way. But our job was to prepare water. And that would indicate thirst. And it would also indicate making sure the vessels are clean and new vessels for this new this new work that God was going to bring and you know we talked on Sunday morning out of Isaiah 54 about um, God breaking through that the breaker was going to come we were going to break through well, Micah speaks about the breaker being at the head but we were going to break through on every side after we had um, strengthen the stakes and lengthen the cords and then it goes through in Isaiah 54 a lot of other wonderful th- words like no weapon formed against you prospers but then it goes right into the first verse of 55 where it says ho everyone that thirst let him come and I remember the, Jesus doing that at the end of the feast of tabernacles you talked about being the tents and um, God is giving a great thirst to people all over the world They're being called by Him with this thirst to take their place in the spirit, in their their spiritual seats, in the the places where God has ordained for them to serve. And um, I think our intercession right now is welcoming that thirst for a deeper relationship with God, addressing the vessels, or as Robert would say, the vesicles, the vessels so that they would be clean to receive this this water and, and what would then be made into the wine. And that, um, <clears throat> that they would come and, and drink and, and establish their place. And so those two dreams uh, say to me that God is opening up a new season of visitation. And there are many, whether we call them Elishas, I don't know if these people, these people look like mature leaders. Um, But there are going to be people, maybe from all these nations that you just prophesied about, who are gaining a thirst for the Lord. And I believe God's going to bring us into contact with many of them. But that room was finally being populated
0: amen
1: so it's interesting
0: it's good stuff i i, it, I always kind of hesitate saying something like this, but I'd say over the last since i'd say I guess the launching of the summer, maybe in June, prophetically I have felt um how do you say it? I, I, I asked the Lord to make me more sensitive to hunger and thirst. Just, I guess, not only my spirit, but also the understanding of it. And I remember there was one day when, when I, it wasn't necessarily a fasting day, but it was a day when I could feel kind of a shift for me personally before the Lord. And, and I remember saying to the Lord, I want to feel hunger and when i feel hunger i don't want to feed my my flesh i want to pers- i want you to help me pursue you and and he, his grace is so amazing so but at the same time and i think you and i had this conversation about the thirst i just the whole understanding of thirst relates to our relationship our fellowship our fellowship with him and, and I know that this season has brought, this season has not been easy. I mean, we've had to battle for it, but I feel like our fellowship with him has been heightened. Um, the awareness of that, and, and it's been such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And ironically enough, and I'm gonna talk about something personal. Um, I had a birthday last week, and out of the blue, my daughter, as a birthday gift, I opened this gift that she gave me. It's the only gift she gave me. And it's this giant water pitcher that looks very, very primitive. And And I opened it and I thought, this is the most unusual gift. What compelled her to give me this? And as you were speaking, I realized that it's completely and totally prophetic. Because when I opened it, I joked, I said, this reminds me of the pit, you know, the The vessel that Jesus had at the wedding to turn the water to the wine and I knew that it was prophetic and and so you just brought an understanding of what that gift was and I'm going to hold fast to that but this morning I was reading and I, I found myself in what they call I guess the last psalm of David where he where he I guess is 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 in the cave and and they're at war with the Philistines. And he says those words of, oh, that I, if I could just have some water from the wells of Bethlehem. Because he was thirsty. But you realize it wasn't that he was just thirsty in the natural. He was, he was thirsty for that point of fellowship with the Lord. And those three men went out and risked their life. And they brought him water. Yeah, and he poured it out to the Lord and the Lord was speaking to me this morning about about doing that very thing about in this season where we have been so blessed with his presence and with the things that you have talked about you know the heightened grace and the promotion of all these things and when I came into the sanctuary this morning I felt like I needed to pour out everything every blessing that God had given to me and I I just know that the Lord is speaking through this it's very prophetic and you know because he (laughs) we can't hold on to that stuff we we have to realize that every every point of promotion every point of grace every all of this is to be poured back out for his good for for the for his purpose and um yeah so good words good words
1: well, it's, it's been so strange too this year of grace because we we have seen it come alive that spirit of grace and supplication in ways that I don't think it's I don't think this the subject of grace has impacted us it, ever the way it has this summer I know it's done its perfect work up till this point, but you know, the prospect of failing in grace, the prospect of bitterness, the prospect of supplication and partnering with God and hearing from Him. uh, that 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 has been such a a living influence. You know, in the in the past, we've benefited from it. We've partnered with the Spirit of Grace, but it, to me, it's been something that we've been establishing foundation. We've been teaching about it. We've been, you know, not failing God. We've been doing what He's wanted. But this time, it's it's been personal
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and um,
0: it's been personal but at the same time we recognize that we are all part of one body and so the personal aspect of it is sewn back into the body I mean we all have that uh, we all stand before him and and we allow that process but that process is 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 to be sewn back into the body for proper function and so, but it has been very personal. But it's also been—I uh, mean, you can you can feel us moving with the body. It's hard. It's been hard. It's been painful in a lot of ways. But I think that's just been the pruning process, so that that new life can come forth. And I, I think that you know when we all come together next week we need to remember the grace and we need to remember the promotion and we need to to come back and recognize that we come back and we're galvanized as one body and God's going to pour into us but he's going to pour into us so that we can pour out into these nations that you talked about that we're going into for the end of the year because that's that's what it's all about it's not for us to retain and to just hold on to it's for us to just pour it right back out hallelujah <laughs> so it's good so
1: we uh, we're anticipating a a prolific gathering next week and um We're believing that everybody's going to be safe and that the journeys will be blessed and that everybody will be healthy and strong and that there won't be any um, emergencies or urgencies that would keep anyone from fulfilling what God has placed before you to experience and to do and uh, amen so we're past time we normally end I know we started well, actually we started on time but uh, the first eight minutes of our broadcast <laughs> we didn't know we weren't actually going out um, but I I just want you to know we're all praying for you, and we look forward to this coming Saturday when we uh, we can all pray together, leading into this gathering. Is there anything further you would like to say? I know sometimes people tune in and they have a, a time frame that they devoted, and just because we yeah. came on late didn't didn't affect their timetable.
0: Yeah, we should probably so say goodbye
1: we're going to close but it's great to be back with you and uh, may god bless all of you amen we'll see you soon saints goodbye